Well, good morning, Town Creek. I do a little something a little different this morning. Great is your faithfulness towards me. Point at yourself and say me. Come on, everybody, point at yourself and say me. Great is your faithfulness towards me. Can we do something else? Praise the Lord, Town Creek. Amen. I want you to say hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him some praise in this house because he is worthy to be praised. Amen. We thank God on the, this morning. We praise God for who he is in our life. We'd like to thank Pastor Clint, um, our senior pastor here. Uh, those of you looking at me strange, those of you looking at me on, on, on social media, listen, I am Mother Smith of the Son. She didn't tell y'all about me, but I am. I'm her other son, uh, me and Clint, uh, you know, clack, crash heads a little bit, but I am her other son, and she tells me I'm the best one. So I believe her on that. Those of you that are here for the first time, welcome to Town Creek. I am Adrian Staley, Minister of Outreach here at Town Creek Baptist Church, and it's a wonderful day to be in Christ. And I realized something that it's easy to preach the word of God when you're listening to God. It is easy to preach the word of God. I found out the difficulty is there's a challenge in being a pastor because when you're preaching the word of God, you're hearing from God and God's telling your spirit what to tell the people of God. But when it comes to pastoring, you deal with people with different attitudes. You deal with people with different uh, uh, functionalities, and it makes it difficult to be a pastor. But if you continue to preach the word of God, teach the word of God, prayerfully the challenges will come even harder. Because you're pastoring. But today, we want to thank God. You know why? Because he has risen. Y'all ain't talking to me. He has risen. They still... Charismatics say he's still in the grave. Now, Muhammad is still in the grave. All of those religious rulers are still in the grave. But the last time I checked the record, the Bible says that he has risen. And I'm happy, glad that he has risen from the dead. Why? To save my soul. Do you realize that even in our situation sometime in life, you know, we, we sin, but you, Christ went to the cross for that? Y'all ain't talking to me. He went to the cross to die for our sins. So, so instead of actually now beat down on people, I think Christian said this, instead of actually always condemning them all the time, I think Derek said it, I think I'm not I'm for sure. Somebody said, but instead of condemning people, you just tell them Christ died for it. Amen. He died for that sin. So that next sin that you may encounter, you may not intend to, but just say Christ died for it. And watch this, he has risen from the dead, and he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Amen? Amen. Let's go to the scripture. Come on. John, we're still in the, in the book of John, and uh, I, I told my wife uh, the, the other day, I said, I cannot believe, she said, Adrian, it's not a problem, but I still think it's a problem. I'm getting old. And as you get old, you know your bones get frail and everything, and bit into one of those pork skins the other day, but I cracked my teeth. 
Yeah, I heard it crack. Couldn't believe it. And uh, then I was eating a piece of chocolate. Cracked even the more. So my wife, I said, why did Clint call me on this day to preach when I cracked my teeth? When I had good teeth, y'all, he don't never call me. He called me after I get a bad teeth. But we praise God for it anyway. But we're still in the book of John. Come on, go to the book of John, the 20th chapter of the book of John. We want to show you that he has risen. Amen? He has risen. Starting at the uh, 11th verse of the book of John, it says, But Mary stood outside the tomb weeping, and as she was weeping, she she stooped down to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had laid. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they had laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned, turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She supposed him to be a gardener and said, sir, if you have, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. And she, and she turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, teacher. Jesus said to her, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But, to, but go to the brothers and say to them, I, I am ascending to my father and your father and, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord. And that he had spoken these things to her. Then she said, then, she, then the same day in the evening, being the first day of the week, when the door was shut where the disciples had assembled, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When when he had said this, he showed them his hand and his side. Then the disciples was glad when they saw the Lord. 21, so Jesus said to them again, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. Amen? Amen. The title today is He Has Risen. Uh, uh, Mary uh, uh, saw all of the things that was happening to Jesus Christ. She saw all of the beatings. She saw all of those things that was happening to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I can imagine in my mind that Mary was very, very upset because of the things that had happened to Jesus Christ. And so it was customary for Mary to be at the tomb. 
because during the burial cycle, uh, they always take uh, 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 herbs and everything to the burial cycle. It was a cycle that they do all the time. And so Mary went to the burial site looking for Jesus. But one thing I think that Mary really didn't comprehend was the fact that Jesus Christ said, I'm going into the grave for three days. And on the third day, I will rise again. He, 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 said, he said, you don't take this body. He said, I give it away. And he said, he's going to the grave. He's going to rise in three days. But Mary, like us, went looking. There are some things that happen in our life where you know that you heard from God. You know that, that, that there's three things God says. He says, yes, no, and wait. And you know that you heard from God, but you still question whether or not it was God. The disciples and Mary lived that life. They didn't know. We look at the scripture and we see the scripture. It's like, well, why did Mary even question the fact that God would raise in three days? Why did Mary even go to the tomb? Why did the disciples do this? Why did the disciples do this? Because they lived it. We read it. We understand it. But look at our lives, how we question some of the things that God tells us. God sometimes tells us, I need you to go pray for so-and-so. And sometimes we question that fact. Lord, do you really want me to go. I think the praise team sung a song the other week said that a declaration, Lord, I'll go. I think it was. Lord, I'll go. And, and we all sung that song and we all heard Pastor Clint say, you got to be careful what you say because you're saying, Lord, I go. And when the Lord said go, now it's Lord, wait. I was one of the ones where it was like, okay, yes, preaching, yeah, no, that's not me. I'm not a preacher. I don't do the preaching thing. No, I sing, I play music, I don't do that stuff. But, but when God say it's time to go, it's time to go. Let me tell you something. When, if you, some people say we can run from God. Where are you running from or where are you running to? You can't run from God because he knows everything. So how can you run from God? You know, your people, you're preaching the word of God. Well, I just ran from the Lord. No, you didn't run from the Lord. You ran from yourself. But, 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 but as I was going along, and then God spoke to me that night. When he spoke to me that night, the little bit of hell that I had in me, he scared out of me. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I, I got so frustrated and fluttered, I went and turned on cartoons. Just to get this image out of my head. But because when God calls you to a thing, why? He's going to take you to it. Hallelujah. And, 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 and so Mary was, was wondering, where is Jesus? And she get to the tomb. And when she get to the tomb, she says, she, she said, where is, y'all deal with me because I'm dealing with a little bit of technology now. She says, uh, uh, because, she said, where is the body of Jesus? What, what have you done with the body? I know he hung on the cross because I saw it myself. I know that they took him down from the cross because I was there. I know that they took him and put him in the tomb. I know this. I know that the stone was rolled in front. I know this. So where have you taken his body? And watch this. And, and, and the angels, there was two angels that saw her, uh, one sitting in, in, in um. And the angel saw one sitting in white, and one of them at the head, one of them at the feet. Uh, uh, and she said, where is the body? Then they said to the woman, why are you weeping? Why, why are you crying? Why? Why? 
The Bible says this, that we should weep for the ones that's coming into the world. Mm -hmm. But we should celebrate the ones that's leaving this world. Amen? Amen. So, so when, when kids are born into this world, we know that the Bible said they're born into sin. But, but, but it's our job to witness to them. It's our job to witness to people. It's our job to witness to the sinner. It's our job to witness to the less fortunate to tell them the ways of, of sin is death, but there's a gift called eternal life. And, and, and so, so the angel was asking, man, why, why? Why are you weeping? Why? Because, see, the angels already knew what was going to happen. So, so, so they asked him, Mary, wait a minute. You know, this is my, can I do a proclamation? This is my proclamation. They asked him, Mary, why are you weeping when he already told you what was going to happen? When the Lord already tells you what's going to happen, then why are we weeping in the, in the midst of it when we already know that it's going to happen? Something is going to happen. When God said, listen, I'm going to bring you out of this storm that you're in. I'm going to heal you of this disease that you have. Why are we always weeping in the middle of it? Do we really trust God? And he, the angel said, listen, why are you weeping? Why, why, why are you weeping? He, and she said to him, because you have taken away my Lord. And, and, and I do not know where you laid him. And watch this. And now, she said, uh, she turned around, saw Jesus standing there, still didn't recognize who Jesus was. And, 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 and she said, uh, 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 Jesus standing there, and he did not know. Uh, she said, Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Why, 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 why are you weeping? Why are you at the tomb weeping? I, I, I question some people sometimes. I question the fact of a lot of times when loved ones have left here. And, and I'm a firm believer that if they died in Christ, I don't weep for that. I celebrate that. I wonder sometimes why people go to the graveyards and you see them sitting there at the graveyard and you see them talking to people at the graveyard. They're talking to the grave. And I wonder sometimes why. Why, why are we even here? Why was Mary at the tomb of Jesus weeping clearly when he said, in three days, I'm getting up? We wonder sometimes with them living the scripture, why? And then we look at ourselves and we wonder, why? Have you asked yourself sometimes, why am I here? Why? Why am I here? A am I here to work a nine to five? A a am I here to please family? A a am I here to just go to church? Why am I here? We here for a purpose. And what is the purpose? The purpose is to worship God. We're here for no other purpose. All these other things that we put in our life, we're not here for that. We're here for one purpose, and one purpose only is to worship God. Why? Because the Bible says he's coming back for his children. And if you are one of God's children, you're here for a purpose. He asked Mary, he said, Mary, he said, Mary, why, why, why are you weeping? Who, 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 who are you weeping for? And, and, and she supposedly thought he was a gardener. And, and she said, sir, if you know where they took him, if you know where they took him, please, please, please tell me uh, where they let him. And Jesus said, Mary. Sometimes God has to call your name to get your attention. 
Y'all ain't talking to me this morning. Sometimes you have to call your name just to get your attention. Sometimes in the hustle and bustle of the day, we, we just hustle and bustle for eight hours or 10 hours or 12 hours, hustle and bustle. And here it is, 3 o'clock in the night, you hear God call your name. Because in the middle of all that hustle and bustle, you can't hear him. But sometimes he has to call you by your name. And he called Mary. Jesus called Mary by her name. He said, Jesus. He, he said, Mary. And, and she turned and looked at her. She said, teacher. And Jesus said, don't cling to me. Watch this. He said, don't cling to me, for I have not ascended to the Father. But he said, go tell the brethren. Let me tell you something. Jesus sent Mary on her way to say, I need you to go do me a favor. Go tell them disciples that I have risen. He said, because I know that they're in a place now, because they've seen that the Savior had died, so they're in a place now. They're hiding from the Jews because the Jews are looking for them. They said, well, if you was with them, I'm going to get you too. So he said, go tell, the, tell my brethren that I'm alive. Isn't that like us today? He said, you go tell the Kingdom Hall people that Jesus is alive. He said, you go tell the Buddhists that Jesus is alive. He, he said, you go tell them charismatics that Jesus is alive. But, but a lot of times we're afraid to stand up. We're afraid to wave our hands. We're afraid to shout to Jesus, to tell the world that Jesus is alive and well. Sometimes I think we're so afraid of what the next person is going to say. I think we're so afraid of what our neighbor's going to think. If you walk outside, in your yard, lift your hand and holler, Jesus! I know that kind of scared some of y'all then, didn't it? You kind of wonder sometimes, just walk out in your yard and just say, he is alive. Just walk in to Walmart and just yell out, he is alive. Even if the cops come and put handcuffs on you walking out, you still say, he is alive. And, 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 and so he said, go tell, he said, go tell you, go tell my brethren. He, he said, go tell my brethren. And, and he said, I ascended to the Father. And, 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 and he said, and to my God. And to, watch this, he said, and your God. And, and he told Mary, he said, Mary Magdalene come, uh, 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 came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord. Can you imagine the look on their face? Can you imagine the look on the face when, when Mary came to him and said, hey, listen, I've seen you, Jesus It's the same look y'all looking at me right now. I've seen Jesus. When someone come and say, listen, the Lord told me to tell you this. A lot of times we give them a strange look. I believe in prophecy. And, and sometimes we look at people and when they're telling us prophecy, like, no, nah, especially being Baptist, we, uh, we kind of. Shaky when it comes to believing in prophecy. But, but, but when, when prophecy comes forth, we're actually, God is saying, I need to speak to you personally. And so that's why he told, he, go tell my boys that, that, I'm, that I'm alive. And so she runs and tells them, listen, I saw Jesus. He, he's alive. Can you imagine in your mind, they said, you done lost your mind. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine Someone coming to your door. Can you imagine on Saturday morning when they knock on your door and they say, are you ready for the return of Jesus Christ, of Jehovah? 
and you turn back around and tell them, but he has risen because they still believe that you're going to be in the grave. They still believe that you're going to be there when the return of Jesus comes. That's what they believe. But I believe the Bible says to be absent from this body is to be, so how can I still be in the grave if I'm absent from this body? The body will be there, but my spirit returns back. Do you realize we have dual citizenship? Y'all ain't talking to me in this place. We have dual citizenship. I came from glory. I came from glory to earth just to praise God to go back to glory. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Can y'all give God a hand clap? Because you came from glory. Do you realize you came from royalty here to this earth? Amen. To go through all what you went through on this earth, but realize you returning back to streets of gold. You returning back to stand at the feet of Jesus. You going to a place where never death would never cease to, to come into this place where we're going. Do you realize that there's nothing but joy there? Do you realize there's nothing but happiness there? Do you realize there's no sickness there? Do you realize there's no hatred there? Watch this. Do you realize there's no color there? Where we're going to see Jesus is a place of happiness. She said, she said, Jesus said, go tell, go tell him. He said, he said, watch this. Then he said in the evening on the first day of the week, uh-huh, when the doors uh, were shut uh, with the disciples were assembled and fear of the Jews, the disciples was, was afraid. They were scared. They, have anybody ever been afraid before? Anybody never been afraid? You've been afraid? Yeah, yeah. Your mama been afraid too. I, I'm going to just tell you. She don't want to tell you, but she's been afraid as well. If I call up the same right now, she ain't coming. But she's been afraid. We all been afraid before. Right? And the disciples were still afraid. Sometimes we're afraid to share the gospel with people. We're afraid to share the gospel because we're afraid of the response of the people. We're, we're afraid that they're, they're not going to hear it. We, we, we're afraid that they're not going to accept it. But watch this. It ain't your job to worry about what happened afterwards. It's your job to share it. It, 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 it was Mary's job to carry the message to the disciples. Uh-huh. Regardless how they responded, it was her job because Jesus told her, go tell them that I'm alive. And, and it's your job to carry the word out to the people. What Jesus have told you to tell, you tell them exactly what Jesus said. And then you let God deal with the rest. Amen? I'm trying to stay within my time. Those of you that watch my <coughs> podcast on Thursday nights, y'all already know that I do have a time limit. Van know what I'm talking about, but I ain't going to get into all of that. There. But, but he said, he said, he said, listen, when, when, when he said, peace unto you, he said, when he had said, he showed him his hands, watch this, and his side. And then the disciples were glad. Watch this, disciples even questioned themselves because Thomas said, listen, I need to see something. Isn't it like us sometimes? Well, we need to, if God said, listen, I'm going I'm to do this for you, it is granted, but, but, but we, we want a sign. You ever seen that before? People, there's a sign. People see all these images. I had a, a friend of mine that, 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 that showed me an image uh, on the phone, and, and I'm looking at the phone, and he said, that's Jesus. <laughs> 
I said, that's, that's Jesus. He said, that's Jesus. I was sitting in a restaurant, and I saw this image, and I took a picture of it, and that's Jesus. So you saw Jesus before. No, I haven't. But that's Jesus. See, we have an image in our head of what we think Jesus is, how we think Jesus looked. The disciples uh, saw him first. We haven't seen him, but we were seeing. I thought I would have got a lot of amens on that one. We, we, we were seeing, you know, but, but, but folks have given you a, a, a description of what they think Jesus is, how Jesus looked. I don't know. You don't know. Only thing I know is I'm glad that he lives in my life. And he told, he told, he told, he said, listen, he said, he said, go tell him. And, and she went and told him. And he said, peace be unto you. And, 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 and he said, uh, the father has sent me. And he said, watch this. I will also send you. And he said, and, and when he had said this, he breathed uh, on, on, on them and said to them, watch this. That's the thing that, 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 that really excited me the most. And I'm trying my best, mama, to hold my excitement down because I want to run all over this place right now. But, 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 but he said, he said he breathed on them. God, somebody, Jesus. He said he breathed on them and he said they received the Holy Ghost. Lord have mercy. What is the Holy Ghost? See, a lot of people think that the Holy Ghost, you know, it, 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 it's just something that, that they talk about all the time. It's just something uh, 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 that, that, that Ben said is. But the Holy Ghost sometimes will make you cry when ain't nobody bothering you. The, the, the Holy Ghost is, uh, uh, sometimes will make you run when ain't nobody chasing you. The Holy Ghost sometimes will make you shout and ain't nobody bothering you. That's what the Holy Ghost is. Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. I, let me say this. I, I, I hear uh, uh, the musicians playing, and, and every now and then I sit there in my head, and I pick out one musician that is playing, and, and, and I can hear Melanie hitting those keys on that piano. And when I hear certain things, I was like, that's the Holy Ghost right there. Y'all can't tell me any different. That's the Holy Ghost. When I hear the bass player do some things, and I listen, I said, that's the Holy Ghost right there. But every now and then, the congregation ought to jump up and shout and say, hallelujah to the Holy Ghost. But I keep forgetting we're in a Baptist church. Sometimes we're, we're afraid because of what we think people are going to say. When they leave here, what are they going to say? We don't want to be known as some holy rollers over there. We don't want to be known. We want to be known as dignified. But I promise you, as David said, he said, I can get more undignified than this. He said, did you see me now? I can get more undignified. I can get more undignified than this. I, 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 I promise you. And listen, let's go. And he said this. He said, they received the Holy Ghost. And, and watch this. They received the Holy Ghost. And, 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 and the charismatics would say, wait a minute. Wasn't that on the day they didn't receive the Holy Ghost? It was on the day of Pentecost. When it was all in the upper room, it's when they received the Holy Ghost. That's what the charismatics say. That's, that's what I heard. 
one round. He said, listen, it was on the day. No, it wasn't, it wasn't then. Uh, see, he just, he just, they didn't really receive the Holy Ghost. I, uh, I beg to differ uh, uh, because if Jesus said, I breathe, and, and, and they received the Holy Ghost, it, it, it was the Holy Ghost. Watch this. He was preparing them. He breathed on them to prepare them for what they was about to encounter in the world. Only way you could get through situations, only way you could get through, through heartaches is with the Holy Ghost. And so he was preparing them for a day when people are going to say, I don't believe that Jesus that you believe in. I don't believe that he rose from the dead. I don't believe that he has all power. So he breathed the Holy Ghost in for you to tell him that's a lie because he lives. He has risen. And the Bible said that he breathed. I don't like this thing. Clint like this thing. I don't, I don't really like this thing, but it keeps moving. Maybe I'm moving too much. Maybe let me preach like Clint. If he forgive, watch this, he said he received the Holy Ghost, and, and, and you forgive, if you forgive sin of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain sin of any, they are retained. Watch this, watch this. You know, a lot of times we, we don't want to go, go to, go to uh, uh, 1 Corinthians for me. Go to 1 Corinthians uh, uh, 15 and 5. You know, a lot of times the Bible says if you forgive your brother's sin, he will forgive you. But, but watch this, a lot of us got to realize if we have the Holy Ghost on this side of us, because I do believe that Jesus breathed into us, and he said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you, where I am, that you, he may receive you also. He said, but I'm going to send you something back, which is the Holy Ghost. That's what he said, I'm going to send you back a comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. So anytime you're in trouble, think about the Holy Ghost. Anytime you're in despair, you think about the Holy Ghost. Anytime you're afraid, you think about the Holy Ghost. Anytime somebody bothers you, you think about the Holy Ghost. Because he said, I'm going to send you something back, which is the comforter. Why are we worried about situations that's going on in this world? Why are we worried about the gas prices going up? Why are we worried about what Congress is doing? Why are we worried about what our senator is doing? When the Holy Ghost is on the inside of us and the Bible said we can change things if we believe. We ain't got to fight against these senators. We ain't got to fight against our representatives. We just got to believe. We said that, the, 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 that, that, that prayer was taken out of the schools. How can prayer be taken out of the schools when all of us are saints? Our children go to school. Members in here go to public schools. So how can prayer be taken out of school when we have the Holy Ghost? The Bible says, forsake not yourself. The similar together of the saints, as some do. Some people ain't here today because they've forsaken the similar together. And you kind of question whether they have the Holy Ghost. Well, Adrian, why are you staying on the Holy Ghost? Because I believe he lives on the inside of you. And every now and then, you need a stirring up. Y'all ain't talking to me. You need a stirring up. You, you know how sometimes, mama, when you're cooking, and, and if you ain't careful, you don't stir that food, it'll stick to the, y'all ain't talking to me, it'll stick to the bottom of the pan. 
And, and, and if you're not careful, you got to stir it up. Why? To keep everything flowing. Uh, my wife was telling me that the other day. I was cooking some fish, and, and all of a sudden, the, the grease started burning. I don't, I didn't know anything about no grease burning. And, and she says, every now and then, you got to stir it up, Adrian. You, you just can't let it just simmer on the stove. I thought if you're cooking something, you just let it simmer on the stove, and then it'll cook it on itself. I didn't know about no stirring up anything, you know. But every now and then, you need a stirring up that for somebody to pick that spirit up on the inside of you where you can shout, hey, you can Shout hallelujah. You need a stirring up of the Holy Ghost. Can I get this? I don't know if it's on. Can it, yeah, yeah. This thing that fell out, uh, Brother Orange. Don't blame me, blame Clint. Glory to God. We need a stirring of the Holy Ghost. This is what we need. Every now and then, we need a stirring of the Holy Ghost. Every now and then, you need to get with somebody, and you need to cling hands with them. So why? You could get a stirring of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because the Holy Ghost makes me move sometimes. The Holy Ghost is a healer. The Holy Ghost is a provider. That's what he is. He is the Holy Ghost. So on the day of Pentecost, they said they was all in the upper room. And they all began to speak in an unknown tongue. Watch this. He was preparing them for that day. Y'all ain't talking to me. That's what he's doing right now. He's preparing us for that day. Why? The day that we can say, God is alive. He has risen. We often sometimes get afraid. to tell folks that he has risen. We often sometimes get afraid to tell people that God is real. And after a while, people will start questioning, are you really a saint or not? Sometimes they would question Town Creek Baptist Church. Because I have had people say, what? What do they do there? What kind of services that they have? I tell them, just come and find out. Stop questioning me on this. Stop questioning me. You want to question me about my church? Come find out. Mm-hmm. I have heard even in doing the, 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 the outreach ministry, people say, well, you know, these churches won't allow us um, in their church or, you know, um, they always want to do this. Well, you ain't ever came to Town Creek before. <laughs> it upsets me that people always put all churches in one category. Don't put Town Creek in no category because we full of the Holy Ghost. Y'all ain't talking to me. Y'all should have said something right there. We full of the Holy Ghost. So, so listen, don't put me in that same category. Don't put Town Creek in that. Until you came to Town Creek and you witnessed the Spirit of the Lord on the inside of Town Creek, don't you go out and say, Town Creek is this. Folks make me upset sometimes. Listen, the Bible said we could be angry, right? But he said, sin not. So it makes me angry sometimes. You don't talk about my church. Definitely don't talk about my pastor. Because I get angry but I'm still full of the Holy Ghost. Y'all ain't talking to me. He said this, I'm, I'm, and I'm almost done. I, I, I look at my wife. 
I don't know, Brother Van, you got me? Okay, yep, Brother Van, he, he already know. And, and listen, go to, go to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. I want to begin at the ninth verse because I, 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 I want you to really grasp this, what Apostle Paul was saying in, 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 this, in this verse right here. He says, for I am the least of the apostles. I'm in, in verse 9. He said, I am the least of the apostles who, 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 who am not worthy to be called Watch this. He said, an apostle, because why? I persecuted the church. We all know what Paul was doing. We all know Paul's life. We all know what Paul was doing. Paul was killing the saints. And Paul said, listen, I am the least of those. I, 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 I am the least. We, we, we've all said something about certain people. We've all done some things, and, but we feel like, well, wait a minute. God ain't going to forgive me for that, but watch this. Let me go ahead and set the record straight and ease your mind. Whatever sin that you have c committed, God went to the cross to die for that. So stop worrying about it. Get over it because he died for your sins. Only thing we have to do is confess them. They keep moving. Amen. He said, Paul said, I am, I am, I am the least one. Paul said that he said, he said, I persecuted the church of God. But, but, but by the grace of God, I am, watch this, what I am. And, and his grace towards me was not in vain. He said, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace which was with me. Watch this. Therefore. He said, therefore, whether I was or, or whether I, whether it was, I or they, so we preach, so we believe. Paul said, listen, no matter what it is that you go through, if you preach the word of God, believe the word of God. Y'all ain't talking to me. If you preach the word of God, believe the word of God. No matter what it is that you're going through in your life, whether you're witnessing to someone, if you preach the word of God, believe the word of God. If you hear the word of God, believe the word of God. If you say the word of God, believe the word of God. Stop walking around like you don't have a friend in this life. You have a friend. His name is Jesus. What a friend. We have in Jesus. Watch this. I don't worry about whether my brother-in-law is going to be my friend anymore. I know I got Jesus. I don't worry about whether anyone speaks to me anymore because I know I got Jesus. If you got Jesus, why are we searching for more things in this life when we have Jesus? The Bible says he has a calendar on a thousand hills. Why are we, watch this, why are we searching for money? If the, if the, who the commission, who are these people that do the lottery? The lottery commission, is that what they call them? They call them the lottery commission. If the lottery commission would call you today and say, listen, you want a million dollars. You would get up out this church, run to your car, saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't want a million dollars. Thank you, Jesus. You, you run, I don't want to. Thank you, Jesus. You going all the way to, what he got to go to Columbia? All the way to Columbia. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Watch this. Somebody tell you Jesus is alive and well. Okay. He could do miracles in your life. Oh, okay. He could change your entire life. Oh, okay. All you got to do is believe. Oh, okay. 
All you got to do is accept him. Oh, okay. But when the world, the Bible said we are part of this world, but we're not of this world. And so when miracles happen, we ought to jump up and say, oh, my God, that got to be Jesus. When somebody got healed, oh, God, that's got to be Jesus. When somebody been set free, oh, God, that got to be Jesus. We got to celebrate Jesus. Difficults coming in your life, always look to Jesus. Because he has the only answer. Mama may not have that answer. Daddy may not have the answer. But Jesus got that answer. He's the creator of this world. Any answer you need, talk to Jesus. He has already endowed us with the Holy Ghost. And what the Holy Ghost does makes it easy for us to access to Jesus. It gives you access. Uh-huh. We have access. We have access that some people don't even have. You got my time, Brother Van? Okay, we have access. <laughs> that some people don't have because we know Jesus Christ. Let him endow you with his Holy Spirit. I said this before when I first got here. You were shocked, Pastor Clint, because the Bible says, enter to his gates. Y'all ain't talking to me with thanksgiving. But he said, enter his courts with, God almighty, praise is an action word. That's what praise is. Praise is an action. What you do on the flute, I think you play the flute. Yeah, the violin, one of them, it's one of them. What your, what your mom do on the keyboard, it's called praise. What, what they do with the music, it's called praise. And, and so what they're doing, they're trying to connect with you. They said we entered into his gates because we came onto the grounds of the church. And we came to the grounds and said, Lord, thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for giving us safe travels here. Now I need to walk into the church and I need to give him some praise. What I do? I need to clap my hands. I need to wave my hands. I need to shout to Jesus. That's what praise is. We have one purpose. One purpose in life. That's to celebrate Jesus. If we all come together as one body of believers, we can change this world. Mm -hmm. But we just got to come together. Amen. I told a friend of mine the other day, the reason why churches can't come together because pastors want to know who's going to be the boss. Well, why my church can't be in the head? Why my church can't be in the head? Why my, let me tell you something. <clears throat> Excuse me. Clint, to me, is one of the most humblest pastors I know. You do something wrong, he's going to come at you. But he's one of me, the most humblest pastors that I know. I said I was going to get him a shirt that says, I give hugs, psych. <laughs> but I have set up under Clint and I'm listening to Clint teach. And all he wants is for you to grip, to get a hold of, is it's time to worship. 
That's all he's preaching. It's time to worship. It's time to stir up the gift that's on the inside of us. That's all he's trying to do, stir up the gift. Every Sunday, he's trying to stir up the gift. Watch this. As a preacher, there's hindrance. You feel hindrance when you're preaching. You feel whether people are really grasping this. You feel that as a preacher. And all we're trying to do is stir up the gift that God has put on the inside of you for one of you to say hallelujah, for one of you to say preach, preacher, for one of you to say amen, preacher, for one of you. I thought I would have heard somebody say that. But, but, but that's what the gift is on the inside of us. If you're afraid to own him before men, he said, I will be afraid to own, I'll be ashamed to own you before my father, which is in heaven. Town Creek, it's a new year. With new years come new challenges. But with new challenges come new blessings. Amen. Why? Because we have one God. He never changes. He's the same all the time. All the time. He's the same. The church said, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Come on, stand to your feet. When we can grasp that, that what you guys do is worship, using the gift that God has given you, once we grasp that, it'll change Achan. I promise you, it'll change your city once you grasp that that God has for you and start using the gift that he placed on the inside of you. It will change this city. But it starts with you. It starts with you. Mm -hmm. It starts with you too, Martin. It starts with all of us. We just got to be ready to change the city. We can deal with all the other stuff. We just got to go where God say go. Amen. Amen. Come on, give him some praise in this house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay. In 2022, we gave him praise, right? Yep, we did give him 2022. 2023, we ought to give him a different praise. Right? So can we give him a different praise for 2023? Can we praise God right now? This is give him a different praise. Yes, that's a different praise. This, this is different. This, this is something different. Come on, give it to this. Is something different. This, this, that's right. It ain't the same anymore. This is something different. Hallelujah. The altar is open. We, we pray that God has done so much in your life that it changes other people's lives. And when it affects other people, it affects somebody else. But if you haven't given your life to Christ, I promise you the day is the day. There's no other day like today. No other day. After this day, is a new day. But today is the day to give your life to Christ. Why? Because he's standing waiting on you. I want to see all of y'all in heaven. Amen.
I would know you. The Bible says you would know one another. And I want to be able to see you. And I want to hear you say, hey, my son, glory be to God. He is worthy to be praised. The altar is open. Amen. If you need prayer, now is the time. Jesus is waiting.